Sabonis brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, a podcast for Pacers fans by Pacers fans. I am Jeremy and with me is Jack and Breezy. How are you guys doing today? Good. Excellent. Excellent. You have eggs on the mind? I have eggs in my pockets. Would you like one? <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I do not want eggs. He doesn't, I'm handing he you doesn't want an egg, Austin. Do you, do you, would you like his egg? You can have sure. two eggs I'll, now. Yeah, I'll take his egg. Is Just it a throw boiled, it on over. Is it a boiled egg? It is hard boiled. That is, so it still has the hard, but also keeps the boil. That is maybe my least favorite smell in the world. A hard boiled egg. I hate it. Yeah, it's not a good smell. I. Yeah. It makes me gag every time. I can't help it. Least favorite smell in the world. Not not counting like intentionally like gross smells. Oh, okay. Like this is something that people eat that I can't be in the room <laughs> when it's being cooked because it smells so disgusting. My my wife read this story and was telling me about it. Uh, there was a divorce and the wife kept the house, but the husband was like, no, I want this house. So he took some raw fish and stuck it in the curtain rod. Um, so then the wife kept smelling the smell and it got worse and worse and worse over the days, whatever. And she couldn't figure out where it was at. It was in the curtain rod. And she was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. And gave the house to the guy. So I bet that was a pretty bad smell if you gave up a house for it. Yeah. That's also pretty sneaky. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> hey. We don't, we don't know them. It that's was pretty brilliant. It's super smart. I didn't even know you could put stuff in curtain rods. Oh, you can put anything anywhere in a house if you just think about it. It sounds like someone's speaking from experience here. I haven't done anything with fish, but... You know, played a lot of hide and seek as a kid. Hid toys from dogs. Makes hid, hid people from people. Oh, yeah, maybe we should move on from that. <laughs> so, speaking of moving on, uh, time for a stat of the day. Yeah, I like it. Great. Let's <laughs> let's get into it. Hey, Jeremy, this might be the uh, quickest we've ever gone into a stat of the day in podcast history. That's true. We did get there pretty quick. Yeah, there is a deleted scene, though, that you guys will never know about, unfortunately. <laughs> Anyways, somebody you may or may not know about is a Pacers fan, Wayman Tisdale. Not to be confused with Wes Unsel. Definitely not to be confused with him. I made that uh, confusing. You did. Unfortunate confusion earlier. Thing, yeah. Or uh, uh, Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, don't That's definitely don't confuse him with Ashley Tisdale. They're not the same at all. Do you think Ashley Tisdale could have beat him in a game of basketball? No, because Wayman Tisdale is a legend. Also, not to be confused with Wayman Brady. What if Ashley Tisdale got to bring that little dog from her Disney shows? So it's two on two? No, two no. On one? No, the dog distracts Wayman Tisdale. <laughs> no, I'm taking Wayman Tisdale. There's nothing nothing you can change. All right. Prime <laughs> Wayman Tisdale, the ghost of Wayman Tisdale. Stop. All right. <laughs> What's your stat? He he has passed since. Uh, anyways, Wayman Tisdale, he played for the Pacers for a few years, like two and a half-ish. Uh, but he had a really great game. Uh, if you guys knew where you were on November 11th, 1988, that might have been an election day. I do not know where I was. I do not know where I was. Okay, well, I can tell you... Oh, wait, I know where I was. I wasn't anywhere. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. Uh, I can tell you guys that I was in Indianapolis watching the Pacers 
take on the New York Knicks. And guess it, who it won this game? The Pacers. I'm going to nope. guess the Knicks because yep. it's, it's Breezy's stat of the day. Hey, real quick. It blows my mind Look. that we're both older than Austin, and he was at this game, and we weren't even born I know. Yet. It's crazy. It's it's crazy how this time yeah. – it's almost a conundrum. Is, is it possible Scientific. he's Benjamin Buttoning? Yeah, well, if he is, then he's really old. He's living in reverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, let uh, me tell you, it's not fun. Cool concept for a movie. It's just such a long movie. I've lived yeah. forward, and – I gotta say, living in reverse now not as fun. Oh, so you're on your second time <laughs> through. Uh huh. Yeah. Hang it now. Not as a Benjamin Button type. Real, real quick before we get to the stat, did you start as a baby, live your full life, then go back, and now you're on your second time going forward? No, no, no. So. Oh, that's now, a, that's an interesting concept. I went started as a baby, went all the way, dead. Came back in time for the next Pacers season <laughs> as an old man. Now I'm in reverse. Okay. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you just go in reverse instead of dying? Huh. What a shock that would I be. I have no control over death. I can't stop. What a shock if you're living your whole life, you keep getting older and older and older, and then all of a sudden, suddenly you start getting younger. Like, you wouldn't notice at first. Yeah. It would take a while for you to be like, wait a second. Yeah, if I you lived to like 110, younger. you wouldn't know until you were like 90. I don't know if it would take 20 years. I mean, after after you pass like 96, 97, all those years you're pretty much just floating in the wind. That's true. <laughs> you get old. You guys are both talking to me. <laughs> I mean, you guys are talking you, to each other. You're 97, right? <laughs> you guys are both looking if, at me while talking to each other. We're both if, sitting on the other side of the room. It's easy. <laughs> I don't want to talk to the plants. Like, come on! I just I have nothing to say on the matter. You guys are in this this weird conversation, including me in it. If you guys, listeners, if you all have anybody in your life or you know anybody who is like approaching a hundred, like really close or is past the century mark, you know what I'm talking about. You know they don't they don't have a lot to do. They don't. You know they're just kind of here, and that's okay. Good for them. They, you know, they get a segment on USA Today, and they might get a letter from the president. I don't know. I was watching an episode of uh, Anthony Bourdain the other day, RIP to the legend. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was interviewing a guy who's 100 years old and still works at his bar that he's been running for however oh. long he's been running it. But he had a funny quote where he said, uh, it, when you're 99, nobody cares about you at all. But as soon as you turn 100, then everybody's super <laughs> interested in you. And it's really funny to think about it that way because, like, yeah, if you're 99, who cares? But as soon as you hit 100, yeah, everyone's like, oh, he's 100 years old. It's like 99 is just as impressive. What What does he even do to run a bar? He works at the bar. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's hindering. He's he's hindering <laughs> work in the bar. If you're 100 and working, there is no way you're, like, contributing. No, no, he wasn't, like, don't think of, like, a typical, like, wheelchair bound hundred year old he looked like he was 70 still like see, hearing that he was 100 was shocking so he's okay. up uh, he's up actually doing work like like a normal old person i guess but not slow but slower no not at all really he, yeah he just seemed he literally looked like he was 70 well can maybe you, he's a benjamin button maybe can you imagine working there and like you're getting outworked by a hundred year old I mean, that's how you get fired. Like, that's probably the policy. <laughs> if he's working harder than you, you're out immediately. I would argue, though, that the 100-year-old is working harder than everybody just because he's 
working, you know? <laughs> like he like the level of it's, difficulty it's like taxes it's like yes a rich person pays more in taxes but a poor person is paying more percentage of their income so like he's exerting more percentage of his energy i get what you're saying so we're the rich people in this scenario he's the poor person. we are rich rich and in full life of energy yes got it uh but i would argue he's richer in life because he's lived more life well, I would argue that Jack previously said it was the fastest we ever got to the side <laughs> of the day, and then we all of a sudden yeah, it quickly changed. Went on, went on a, a different tangent. Yeah, weird turn. Let's get I back was, to the moose. I was into the stat of the day. By the way, it was not election day. Uh, that was November eighth. Did but you what the moose? You said the moose. Wayman Tisdale's nickname. Wayman Tisdale, the moose. Yes, I told yeah. both of these guys I would give them a prize, which I is another deleted scene. I'd give them a prize if they got one of his nicknames right. Mister T. Mr. T. That's one. The man. Now, I was disqualified from the competition because I accidentally saw it. So yeah. Jack just won the prize. He guessed it. No, Jack's Jack. Uh, I'm going to share my prize with Jeremy. And Jeremy, we can indulge in this prize together. Austin, stat? Hopefully not as far as the prize goes. But uh, the stat, hopefully the Pacers turned around their fortunes after this game because, as I said earlier, they lost – Moved to 0-4 on the season. They lost to the Knicks 121-120 to 120 at home. A heartbreaking loss in overtime. Um, but Wayman Tisdale in this game, off the bench, he played 43 minutes and had 39 points and 11 rebounds. He also had four assists, two steals, three blocks, five turnovers. Off the bench? Yeah, well, he played 43 minutes. I mean, it's still it's crazy. This, this guy who started, bench. Greg Dreeling uh, only played eight minutes, hmm. uh, but he played for a long time in the NBA, not playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how those guys hang around so long. Maybe people like them a lot. Who are you talking about? This guy, Greg Dreeling. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said Wayman Tisdale. No, Wayman Tisdale was actually pretty good. Yeah, it made sense that he hung around for a long time. He shot seventeen free throws in this game. Uh, Reggie Miller only had 13 points. That's the inverse of his number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of number, we uh, got to Wayman Tisdale because he was number 23. Yes. Today's the 23rd of April. So yes, that is why. Wayman Tisdale Day. Him. Yep. Uh, speaking of guys. Jack's son is out. He is. What's up, man? He is awakened from a nap. He looks <laughs> disheveled. He's got, like, blanket back. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. yep. You get the lines in your back. <laughs> his belly is hanging out. Good morning. Hey, if you're listening right now, put your belly out for Koa. <laughs> Wherever you are, belly's out for Koa. Belly's out for Koa. <laughs> uh, you mentioned guys sticking around longer and not sure being why. I th- I thought I think about this all the time. I think once you're given your first opportunity at whatever your level whatever level you're at, that just opens the door for you to stay there forever. Like if you're given the chance to play in a good AAU team, you get all the looks for college teams. Like even if you're not that great. The colleges see you, so somewhere else, someone else might be playing somewhere else. They're not, you don't get the same opportunity as the guy who gets on this good AAU team. Same thing with the guy who may not be the greatest player out there, but once you're on the NBA team, the NBA, other NBA teams are just going to be like, oh, he can play a little bit. We'll just take him. And that's just something I think about. He sometimes. could be a good practice body, too. Also that. Yeah. But I, I think once you're there, just like getting there is such a great thing. That's like 
we'll get to this here in a minute, but Brian Bowen waved today. Like, I'm sure he'll find a spot somewhere because, like, he played on an NBA team for two years. I was wondering why you were wearing all black, Jeremy. I'm wearing blue and brown as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but we'll get at, we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, anything else in your stat of the day? No more stats. All right. Only sads. Well, uh, we move on to some news then from Let's this. Let's do week. it. Uh, we'll start with the biz news. The big news. The biz news. The biz news. The big news of the week. Uh, the Super League is no more <laughs> in soccer. <laughs> There's your big sports news of the week. It actually kind of is big sports news. I, I don't know uh, what this is at all, and I see people talking about it. All right. Well, a lot of the biggest teams in European soccer or European football for our or uh, European fans, they were they wanted to break away from the Champions League, which is the league that all the best performers in their domestic the leagues champions. get to play in. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like top four in England or top two in Germany, top uh, f- like five or six in Spain, etc., you get into this league. But they wanted to break away and form their own league where there was no promotion or relegation, so they were just in it every year. And fans said, uh, no, this is a terrible idea. You just want to make this like the NFL. Or the MLS. Yeah. Because like, you, get, you, get you got these American owners over there now, and they're like, why do we not have just a dedicated revenue stream every year where we get this money no matter what? Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because Liverpool was going to join the Super League, mm-hmm. and LeBron has a part ownership in Liverpool. Yep. Does this boil down to this is LeBron's fault? I mean, it could. Why isn't he out there answering questions? Yeah. He needs to answer for this. We have questions for you, LeBron. Uh, like, why? I, I don't have any questions for him. <laughs> I, I just like to say, as a Chelsea supporter, I'm very proud of the fans over there. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the supporters' trust, so I was glad to get to make my f- voice heard on this. Yeah, as a Crystal Palace supporter, um, I am lukewarm to the whole situation. Well, you should have been very against it because you would have got less money. But we would have had a better chance to win. I, I'm not a Crystal Palace fan either. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. Just like then you got the Super League. If Even if other teams win the league, like they don't have anything that they're going to be playing. That, like they're going to play in the Europa League or something. Yeah. Like so. But yeah, it's hopefully it stays gone. Um, I've always been a proponent of American sports should have promotion relegation because it makes things so Dude, much more interesting. Yeah. But like the NBA, it's just, it would be so easy to can convert college to like a third tier have the nba and the g league and then you have all your college system and then you essentially have what european soccer has right there and it'd be so much better jeremy you're thinking really big we're never going to see this in our lifetime how would that work because like nba players are way better than g league players right so they make it to the nba it's so, the same way in in England soccer. Like you're not no, stuck but you're to talking your about whole teams, right? But you can move up from your team to a different team. So an NBA team, so like the Thunder are gonna move down to the G League. Like Pokachevsky, he's gonna be in the college circuit because he's not good enough. No, Pokachevsky's gonna score forty a game <laughs> in the G League. Well, that's the thing. You promise get, you get teams that move up and down a lot, and. It would even out over time because there's more of a money share between all of the teams. It'd have to be a fair money share. Yes, that's the problem with European soccer is the top teams have so much money. Well, but they still make it work there, though. They do, but, I mean, at the same time, you see the six England teams who were going to be in the Super League always around the top. And, like, in the NBA, you'd see the Lakers, 
maybe the Knicks. I don't know. But, like, the big market teams always have the best players, which kind of happens anyways. But if they have even more money to spend because it's based on what they're willing to spend, then it would just be bad for the Well, in the NBA, you wouldn't be getting rid of your salary cap. Okay. So you you can still be good. Well, you, see, I'm down for that. You, there would have to be adjustments, but... Keep the cap. You just It would just be the bottom three teams. You don't get rewarded for tanking. You have to try to be good every season, and you move up and down. So, yeah. yeah it's kind it, of eliminated that, though, with the play-in game now. I mean, part ways. Like, not all the way. You I mean, yeah, tank. like Houston is still... Houston has to tank. Tanking. They don't have That's a the thing. I, I I'm not I'm not that opposed to tanking. I, you know, it's a good business decision. It can be for sure, but it is kind of annoying if you're a fan of that team. I wish the Pacers would do it at some point. What tank? Well, we've been saying they don't have to I try wish, to tank. They're just bad. So I right wish now, they would have done it. Yeah. Right now, if the NBA had a relegation system where the bottom four teams, so two in each conference, are getting bumped to the G League, we would lose the Timberwolves. The Rockets. So Carl Anthony Towns is now in the G League. <laughs> and Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards. The Pistons and the Magic. So really we're just – and John Wall's down to the G League too. So, I mean, Christian Wood, Christian, your boy. Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, who's like third in Rookie yeah. of the Year voting. Here, Here's the thing, though. We're, you're thinking of this in terms of how the NBA currently works. There would It would have to be a whole restructuring. This is why it's never going to happen. Yeah. Because you'd have to restructure pretty much everything. Uh, because the college system is already in place to have teams promoted and relegated. Because you have all the different leagues. You have your majors, mid-majors, and uh, low-major conferences. Like That's already all set. You just have to convert it into a like a, a third, fourth, and fifth tier of basketball. But you'd have to rework everything in the NBA to get contracts to work out and have guys be able to stay on their teams and... It would be a lot of work. It would just be really cool to see it. Oh, man. I, I would love a relegation system in some American sport. Like, if that is what the MLS turns into. The obvious one is MLS. Dude, but I'm here for it. It's like what we said earlier. They want their dedicated money stream. And with with the threat of relegation for an MLS team, they're never going to do it. Yeah. Because people are greedy and they yeah, want Yeah, but money. smaller teams. Like, why would Loose City, Louisville City, F Football Club, why would they say no to that because no, they're every, gonna have a no, chance no. every second and third division team would say yes you're saying the first team it's all the first that makes all sense. first division okay people so could you do like a, a like hey in five years we're gonna change this to a relegation system so you have five years to prepare i mean i wish they would it's like so like when uh fc cincinnati came into the league they were in the usl for one year uh, i think louisville swept them because louisville is a way better team than fc cincinnati is probably still now but they were they had the money in the stadium, so they were able to buy their way into the MLS. Yeah, and which the fan just doesn't support. make sense. They yeah. had the fan support. That yeah. was the big one, wasn't it? Uh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I read you, that they are gave you away, jealous, Jeremy? I read they gave away <laughs> a lot of tickets to fill the stadium. <laughs> so yeah, love it. I mean, all I'm saying all know. I'm saying is Louisville has has never missed a final. Okay. And they've won two of the four <laughs> they've been in. So there you go. Great. So um, there will be timestamps in the podcast. If you, I mean, it's too late now if you're listening. But um, it's your fault for listening through all this if you hate soccer. It's your fault. We blame you, the listener. <laughs> uh, they so, should know we're going to go off the rails. Well, it's the big news of the week. It's it huge, is big huge news. news. Of the week. No, Jeremy, there's bigger news as it relates to the Pacers. Oh, yeah. There is some big Pacers news. Huge. Every center is hurt. <laughs> big Pacer energy. Yeah. Uh, Goga Actually, went down with a sprained ankle even. Big, oh. big, big Pacer. Yes. 
uh, more like disenergy. Okay. Yeah, there's something there. We'll work on that off. I'm off guessing. There. I'm guessing it's not where he was going. I'm guessing that's not it. <laughs> no, it it is. <laughs> All the Pacers centers are hurt, and that led to today. This is Friday, April 23rd. The Pacers have signed Amita Brima. You would you'll recognize that name if you listen to this podcast or follow the Pacers real closely. He was on an Exhibit 10 to start this season, and he's been a uh, Mad Ant for two years, and he got a two-way deal today, which means the Pacers had to sacrifice Brian Bowen. Not literally. They just had to wave him. <laughs> Man, Blue Friday. Uh, for Jeremy, yes. Not really. Jeremy loves Brian Bowen the second. Top three Brian Bowen destinations. Uh, number one, the Mad Ants. Mad Ants. That's where one. he'll be. Uh, I don't know. I bet he would fit in great in Miami. Why? Party sit. Actually, if Vegas had a team, he'd really fit in there. Why? Prostitutes. Where, where's Iona? He wasn't part of that. Where's Iona? He wasn't. At? No. No. Wait. Hang on, Austin. I see where you're going, Jeremy. Where's Iona? Uh, Iowa or something. Iona is in Iowa. I. It's in the. No, middle. no, no, no. It's no in way. New York. It's in New York. New York. There so is. there's a New York team. Rick Pitino's probably recruiting him. And the Hold way on. Rick who Pitino was the player does. that was in the in the stripper thing? Terrence Williams, right? No. Montrez Harrell. That was like they didn't even play together. No. There was a span. There's a this, span of players, right? What bre- no, you Terrence Williams was in the early two thousands. Right. No, <laughs> mid two thousands. What Breezy is talking about is the first well, the second Louisville Rick Patino scandal, which was uh, allegedly bringing. I know you're in. not defending Rick Pitino. I'm not Jeremy. defending Rick Pitino. He allegedly brought him in. I am not convinced he didn't know what was going on. But uh, that was before the like uh, 2012 season. Brian Bowen was part of the Adidas uh, money laundering scandal. Where ah, okay, I got my Louisville in. scandals mixed up. Yeah. Okay, well he'd fit in in New York because a lot of money laundering probably happens there on like Wall Street and stuff. That's true. I'm sure there's a lot of money laundering in Miami, there's too. There's probably an Adidas headquarters in New York. And Miami. His problem is he's not a very good basketball player. Uh, I Compared first, to other NBA players. We're I not first, sure. We're not sure. I first saw him play um, a while ago in Newcastle. It was La Lumiere, which is a nationally ranked high school basketball team, played a local New Albany high school team that featured Romeo Langford, mm. and Romeo Langford played him off the court. Almost. Really, uh, they lost the game, of course, because so much more talent on Lalu. Uh, they had Jaron Jackson Jr. at the time, but he was out that game. Oh, but Romeo kept a minute um, and outplayed Brian Bowen by a lot. So wow, there you go. So Jaron Jackson Jr. and Brian Bowen were teammates. Yeah, unreal. Didn't know that. Man. Also saw Marvin Bagley that day. Okay, he was incredible, dude. He was so good in college. Uh, Matt really Coleman from Texas this year. Okay. And our favorite player, Remy Martin, out in Arizona State. If you haven't seen him play, he's a really good point guard. Cool. Yeah, there I don't know anything about him. There, there you go. There's some. <laughs> I don't really keep up with high school basketball. Featured that well. players from that game that we went to. But yeah, Amita Brima's on the team, filling some center depth. We still don't know when Sabonis or Turner will be back. I don't think we even know when Goga's going to be back. I'll tell you when Turner's going to be back next season. You're it, still, you still think that? I'm, I. I declared it two episodes ago that the Pacers are going to start sitting guys out and taking it easy. It's happening with Turner. I know he's hurt, but I, we're not going to see him the rest of the year. I'm saying it right now. You're saying it right now. Because what? We have 12 games left or something like Ish, that. Yeah. 12-ish. And 
to me, it makes no sense for him to come back. Like, just keep losing games, maybe, and get a better draft pick. Because where's this team really going? Well, the uh, Indy Star did report that it's a possibility that the the uh, injury for Turner could be season ending. So that'll be unfortunate. But you're right. Uh, Goga actually played through for three quarters a ankle sprain on Monday against the Spurs, which seems unwise. But he did. <laughs> he was he actually played pretty decently. He's young. He'll he'll game. heal quickly yeah i mean it's just not necessary at this point in the season where we are in the league yeah but But he's also you know like this could be his last chance for minutes honestly i mean he's played himself into a position to get yeah i mean we kept tj leaf however long like i think goga's safe but i mean still at the same time like he doesn't have consistent minutes and he's trying to prove his worth in the nba he knows he's good because he he definitely has talent he's a raw talent but like you're seeing flashes from him especially Jeremy, I don't know if I mentioned this enough, in the bubble last year when he stuffed LeBron at the rim. Yeah. I don't – yeah, you really only bring it up at least <laughs> once a week. Yeah. So, that's, so I don't know if that's enough or not. But, I mean, we see these flashes from him. He shoots the three. He protects the paint um, and sets good screens. Like, sets okay screens. But, I mean, he needs I already downgraded the screens from good to okay. <laughs> no, no, no. He sets good screens. There, there was a period of time last year and towards the beginning of this year where – He'd have like a moving screen a game. Yeah. But he doesn't really do that so much anymore. And so you know what? The, the biggest issue I have on him is sometimes he doesn't finish around the rim. But it's better than TJ Leaf, who never once finished around the rim. And he finishes at, I would say, a higher percentage around the rim than Sabonis. Because it'll take Sabonis three or four tries sometimes. Well, he's just trying to get his rebound numbers up, Jeremy. <laughs> Sabonis is like, man, I only have nine rebounds right now in the second quarter. I need to get this up to 12, and yeah. he'll miss three shots under. Yeah. You think Smart Sabonis move. is a stat chaser? No, he's Real not. Real question. A, uh, no. no, yes, I do. You do? I do, 100%. I think it's if you're a triple-double threat, then you're a stat chaser. I really believe it. You you think that it's not that he isn't a great finisher. It's that he's chasing rebounds. No, no, stats. no. I'm not, I'm, the, I'm not saying what I said was true about him missing on purpose to get rebounds because he's not like Andre Blatch. And did you remember when he like went to no was it him or maybe You're Andre Miller of Ricky Davis Ricky Davis went to the other team's rim when he got the ball in to bring the ball yeah, up the court yeah, he yeah. turned around threw the ball off the rim picked it up so he could get another rebound to get a triple double when triple doubles were harder to get I'm saying anyone who's a triple double threat now I feel like they're stat chasers there's nothing wrong with it but I mean like I don't know I, I that's just what I think you are. Do you think Sabonis scored on the wrong basket on purpose, thinking he would get points for it? Yes, <laughs> I do. And I, it was a, it was a clever move, and it just didn't work in his favor. Yeah, it didn't work out for him. Yeah, it was a it good idea. You just don't know Solomon Hill, though. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to this later. We'll get we'll get to this later. Is there any more news we need to talk about right now? Yeah. Um, Brian Bowen was waived, which you already said. So I no, did say that. So no, there's no more news. Right. So no more news. <laughs> Uh, and then let's just hop right into some games then. Okay. How's that sound? Uh, first up, if you listen to last week, we watched the first half of the Jazz game live and left very hopeful. And the Pacers took our hopes and dashed them over some rocks. Yeah, they blew it. I, believe it or not, the Pacers blew it in the fourth. Um, well, well, really, they the blew third. it in the third. It was yeah. the second half. I mean, uh, I'm looking at our scoring right now. I, I didn't look at this the day of, but the Pacers, first quarter, 32, second quarter, 37. Third quarter, 20 points. Fourth quarter, 22 points. And it kind of uh, is on the flip side of that for Utah, where they started out slow with 24 points, but then scored over 30 the rest of the quarters. 
Mm-hmm. And we were tied going into the fourth, and the Jazz outscored us by eight points and won the game. Yep. It's I mean, we're going to get outscored in the fourth. We need a 20-point cushion to hope that we can win the game in the fourth quarter. Like I, I almost said, yeah, we need a 20-point cushion, but that even seems too low because I feel like we can blow any lead at this point in the fourth. Do you and think Jeremy Lamb uh, – should the NBA investigate him for having money on this game? Because <laughs> I think he had both of the garbage time baskets when uh, the Jazz were about to cover minus 10, <laughs> uh, which allowed the Pacers – so, like, he obviously – he bet on the Pacers, which is good. He wasn't trying to throw the game. Uh, but he, But should he be investigated for <laughs> – Giving that much effort, I believe when the game's over. I believe players should be able to bet on their own teams. They shouldn't be able to bet yeah. on stats. Spoken or anything. like a true Reds fan, Jeremy. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. They like you shouldn't be able to bet on anybody's stats or anything like that. But you should be able to bet on your own team winning like, a game. I should say if I'm an Indiana Pacers, yeah, I'm gonna bet on this game that the Jazz will cover the minus ten spread. What? I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say no, the league should not investigate Jeremy Lamb for that. Well, I think you sound bitter. Austin, you sound bitter. Did you lose some money on this game? I lost some money on that game. I mean, if you're listening last week, you know. (laughs) You know that I was watching that game intently. And it was fun to watch it. I I knew the Pacers were going to lose. I wish, Austin, you could have made your money on it. Um, But like I always say, never bet against your team, never bet for your team. Because you always lose. It's the truth. But, um, Jeremy, some takeaways from this game. What do you got? Uh, takeaways from the Jazz game. No Miles Turner, obviously, in this one, which really hurts us down low. Uh, Rudy Gobert had 23 rebounds. That's a huge killer. And they out-rebounded us 63-52, which has really been the story of the whole season, even with Turner in there. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, what's the surprise? If Turner's <laughs> in there, then we're going to get out-rebounded. Well, I don't know if Rudy gets 23. <laughs> no, if, if Turner's yeah, you're right. He might get 35. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, O'Shea Brissett, limited minutes, nine minutes, but scored four points. Uh, we'll get to him a little bit more later, but I was harping on this last week, uh, finally getting some opportunities. Uh, a little bit in this game, not in the next game, but coming up. And then also it was a solid Goga game, 13 points in 12 minutes and four rebounds. And... No blocks, unfortunately. Yeah, I saw a funny thing, too, because uh, Aaron Holiday had seven points in this game, 33% from three, 22% from the field. Mm-hmm. There's a cycle for Aaron Holiday. It's um, has a stretch of bad games. Fans start to doubt him. Has one really good game. Fans believe, him, believe in him again, and then recycle. Yeah. <laughs> so it just goes in a circle like that. It really does. And it's a disappointment because we saw him play at a steady level for most of the season last year, and this, season's, this season something changed, so... Um, bummer, but I mean, O'Shea Brissett coming onto the scene is fun. Goga looking better is fun. And TJ McConnell stepped up too in the lack of Aaron holiday minutes. I mean, lack of Aaron holiday production. Yeah. So the shooter, the shooter, TJ McConnell, I should say, right. He's been coming on as a shooter for sure. Uh, Edmund Sumner had 21 minutes in that game. I didn't even mention Edmund Sumner. He's part of that too. Yeah. For some reason, and moving on to the next game here, which was against the Hawks. He moved to the bench but then played more minutes for some reason. So I'm still very confused by <laughs> Bjorkren's lineups and the th- different things he's doing. O'Shea Brissett did not play at all in this game. And for once, this was a game that the Pacers were trailing for most of the game. Uh, the Hawks seemed to be in control. 
And then in the fourth quarter, they were able to get right back in it before letting the Hawks pull away. Yep. Um, the Nate McMillan game, as we call it. Yep. Nate McMillan came out, really wanted to beat his old team because he is just, you know, super passive aggressive, just angry at everything that transpired, especially, you know, the Pacers giving him a contract and then firing him, even though he got paid by the Pacers. I just hate all the animosity coming from Nate McMillan, basically, Jeremy. Hey, I told you guys that was going to happen, too, by the way. What? And then, and then you said, yeah, but the players and the Pacers will play good to get back at Nate McMillan because they don't like him. So we thought. Um, big mistake. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon at 29. Can't take that away from him. Sabonis nope. at 18 and 14. But both of those guys, Sabonis was minus 31 on the plus minus, and Brogdon was minus 28 on the plus minus. So not good. But, um, you know, Miles Turner, Edmund Sumner being interchangeable, Jeremy, on your point. That is that is a strange thing. The, the lineups – is something that, like, I don't even think Nate Bjorkren feels confident in what he's throwing out there every night. Yeah, and you mentioned Miles Turner. The real tragedy of this game was the block streak came to an end. Yes. First game in, like, 50-something tries out there that he hadn't had a block. Very unfortunate. Um, also, so, McDermott and Goga did not play this game, and neither did O'Shea Brissett, like I said. So I don't know how much that plays into it, but... Once again, you're, he does have to mix things up because he has different guys out almost every night. Yeah. But the way he's mixing it up, there seems to be less consistency than you would want when this kind of thing's happening. 100%. It's tough to lose to the Hawks, too, and only put, only to put up 117 points against a bad def- – I mean, that's I know it's a good amount of points, but a bad defensive team, you would have loved to see a little bit more scoring, and uh, we couldn't put it together towards the end of the game. Well, we almost did, but right, it just hurts. This hurts a little more because of Nate McMillan. Is my point. And that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, moving on to, unless you had anything else for that one. Nothing. All right. Now, this one is one we can we don't really have to talk about much. We'll talk about it a, a little bit more a bit later because I was at this game. This was the Spurs game on Monday. We lost 109-94. to 94. Uh, We don't have to talk about this one really because we were missing Bonus, uh, Turner, Lamb, and Goga got hurt in the first quarter but tried to go on. Did you have any takeaways from this one? Um, Jakar Sampson with his fight with Patty Mills. You're missing the big one. Oh, tell me. O'Shea Brissett. Oh, oh, duh. <laughs> he finally got the O'Shea Brissett, yeah. He came out, 24 started. minutes, yeah, 13 points, six rebounds, was draining some threes, played good defense, and uh, I was really happy for him. Yeah, and something to be excited about, too, right now. Yeah, for sure. He he looks like he'll be a good option moving forward. For and us. this was only the start for O'Shea Brissett, it turns out. But um, what what did it feel like? with the Jakar Sampson Patty Mills fight at the time. Uh you want to talk about this now or Yeah, I mean if we're we talking about the later. Spurs, let's just talk about it. Uh well, at the time I didn't know cuz they didn't show a replay. You didn't see it happen? I saw it happen, but we're on the other end of the court and they don't show a replay, so we didn't know what's going on. Oh. <laughs> so okay. there you go. Did you end up seeing what was going on? Eventually, Eventually later. Okay. Yeah. So uh look, all I'm going to say is if Jakar Sampson wanted to end someone's career, he could have done it right there. So Patty Mills should be thankful. Jakar Sampson should not have been suspended a game because I think he showed a lot of restraint. Uh, I'm pretty sure he took a swing at Rudy Gay. <laughs> they said he got suspended for a headbutt, but he definitely threw a punch at Rudy right. Gay. Right, and yeah, throw a punch at someone your own size. And He's, that'll get you suspended. No, because he showed restraint against Patty Mills and didn't try to kill Patty Mills. So he, he should he should get a bonus. He w- walked down the tunnel and left the game before any before they even went to the monitor. He knew exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Look, man. 
he he just he played a great game. Well, no, he left because that was his sixth his sixth foul. Was but, it? Yeah. Oh. But um, Jeremy, look, he finished with two points, five rebounds, one assist. 16% shooting. I don't understand. Are you are you defending him? What is going on? He no, was I, terrible. He he played a bad game. But Jeremy, uh I just I I love when there's some moments like that where it just there's just some life, you know. So I I appreciated the moment. I like Patty Mills as a player, but um it's just, you know. Here here's the story of this game. Let's hear it. 23.5% from 3, 32.7% overall. Worst shooting performance of the season by a lot. Yeah, by, correct me if by I'm about five percent. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's hard to win with those numbers. I would say it's impossible to win with those numbers. <laughs> uh, not in the nineties. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. I mean, even free throws only sixty-seven percent. Like that's bad free throw shooting too. Yeah, There, it was just so many of those shots are shots these guys make almost every time and for some reason they just weren't going down in this game it really made no sense yeah mcdermott shot 0 for 2 from the free throw line 0 for 1 from 3 2 for 7 from the field um that's not gonna cut it yeah i mean brogdon 5 of 20 he's taking normal shots yeah like these aren't weird shots for him he's one get, for seven from he's three. getting in the lane and he's taking the normal step back three he makes all the time he probably shot too many times karis levert probably shot too many times as well but, I mean, they were probably told they had to shoot coming in. Turns Car- out they didn't know O'Shea Brissett was there. Well, Karras got kind of taken out of the game for a lot of it. Yeah. So, I think he actually could have been shooting some more. Yeah. Like, there was a stretch where he was getting to the rim whenever he wanted to, and he didn't go back to that in the second half for some reason. Who so. was the best player for the Spurs in person? Uh, definitely DeRozan. I mean, I don't think there's much of a question there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they the Pacers let Devin Eubanks look like a really good NBA player, <laughs> which isn't great. <laughs> or Drew Eubanks, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the Drew. Spurs are a tough team for the Pacers to face because if you remember that game last season in the bubble when Jakar Sampson missed a lot of dunks, I think they were playing the Spurs. You're right. Yeah, that's the game we watched where your uh, vision of Jakar Sampson changed forever. <laughs> yep. Really turned on him. By the way, guys, uh, Koa just left. Uh, with Jack's wife, so belly's belly's back in. <laughs> you can put those bellies back. If away your now. bellies have been out this whole time, uh, <laughs> you're probably just w- listening with a shirt off. Yeah, and if you put one on halfway, you're a devoted fan. We appreciate you. Yeah, well, we appreciate all of our fans, especially Let's, the ones with their especially bellies especially <laughs> belly out fans. It's like a double appreciation thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, who's uh, who's gonna win the NBA championship this year with the Nets injury? Well, while we wait for Jeremy to come back to move the car, who's winning the title? Who's I winning would the title? still pick the Lakers. Really? Yeah, You're I not mean, worried? it's just, I mean, every team has their question marks, but if I got to put my money on one team, I would put it on LeBron James. You're not feeling the 76ers? Anthony, uh, I think that would be a really good series, but I mean, or even the Bucks. They've had. I have no faith in Milwaukee. <laughs> they're just their bench is horrible. I mean, the fact that they start Dante Divincenzo, who is on my running uh, and always added to worst players who actually play list. He's probably in the starting five for that. You need to write that list down. Cause I I've, need. I've been dying to know who's on it. I need to put pen to paper on it. Uh, but he, he and took, also. Don't forget, Dante DiVincenzo was once the best player on a championship team <laughs> at Villanova. A championship college team, yes. yes. So let's uh, not put too much disrespect on his name. 
No. Look, he made it to the NBA. I could never do that. Uh, you know, some have said I could score 27 <laughs> points in an NBA game. You know, the, you know, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't, but uh, we'll Divin- never know. Divin- we'll never know. But maybe. DiVincenzo, not great. So I just, their team, their depth is weak. Uh, Brooke Lopez, game to game, it's it's shaky. If they had got Bogdanovich, yeah, that's like a, that would have been an offensive juggernaut. Really? With, yeah, just some really good scoring options, yeah. I mean, do you like the P.J. Tucker signing? I have not watched them play since he got there. I haven't even – I don't know what his stats are since he got there. Uh, I didn't really care about it, though, just because he was so garbage in Houston this year, which could have been a product of circumstance. They're a garbage team, but – Would have been relegated if there was a relegation system. Yeah, so maybe he'll he'll play in place of DiVincenzo in the yeah. – crunch time five in the playoffs i mean size wise he could be a shooting guard he yeah height wise he could he's, what, a he's thick like boy, six though. four six three six four yeah he's a good small town indiana center is what he is man you get guys are like six foot tall around here playing center yeah they're just the big guys single a schools <laughs> um yeah i'd still take the lakers though and i don't i don't know when durant's coming back but even if the Nets just had two of those guys. Well, we still... don't know if Harden's coming back. He has his oh. hamstring injury that just flared up again. I saw that, yeah. So we'll see. But if they get those three guys together and they're all healthy, I don't think anybody in the East is going to beat them. Yeah. I think the best way to beat Kyrie is to somehow mentally check him out of basketball. Someone could do that, honestly. If you make it to the finals with the Nets, you can figure out a way to convince Kyrie to sit out games. Take, take away a Sage. <laughs> Get access to the locker room, like steal his sage. Yeah, we'll be thinking about it. Does oh, he? Yeah. Does he still do the sta- the sage thing though, or was I think that he just, just like did it in thing? Boston? I think he just did it. Yeah, like just for the publicity of it all. Oh, do you remember my my wedding at the barbershop? I was shop? actually just thinking of that. Yeah, yeah. you guys did. We the waved. Sage. We, yeah, we waved our sticks over you when when you were in that barbershop because you were about to get married. Yeah, we got the sage, the smoky. The smoking sage going, yeah. Got a great hand massage there. Yeah, that was that was a great day. But anyway, sorry, Jeremy, you're back. I'm back. We we talked about our predictions for the NBA championship minus mine while you were <laughs> so gone. So just breezy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jack got me talking about DiVincenzo and the worst player list. Oh, yeah, of course. Where's um is Zach Levine on that list or? No, what is with you. And Zach Levine. Yeah, I'm just, you, well, you, I thought you have hater. animosity for Zach Levine. I'm just saying, if you're the best player on a team that's not even in the playoff picture, then well, does it mean they're not <laughs> good players? And they and they were. We can blame it on Vucevic. Yeah, didn't work if out. If anything, for them, it's Vuce's fault. Someone is getting fired in the general management area in Chicago this offseason. I, off I mean, it is small sample size. You have to make that. I still, it's a good trade to make if you're them and the Magic. Uh, you got to get another star in there, but I mean, is he? He's a he's a two time All Star, so yeah. Because would you call Sabonis a star? Yeah, he's an All Star. Okay, cool. I, was I wouldn't thinking, say he's like a superstar though. Well, I was I was driving the other day and thinking when you guys were roasting me for saying a mega star. <laughs> 
when I was saying like, yeah, there's a tier, there's yeah. a megastar, there's a superstar, there's a star. And I was driving and I was like, no, that makes sense. It still doesn't. No, like so a no. megastar, like worldwide famous, super good at your, like LeBron, Curry, Durant, Harden. Those are megastars. Well, it sounds like they would be a world star. Yeah. <laughs> which is something okay. totally different. And that's, that was what I came to the conclusion of was it was probably a bad name. No. I should have just and said they're in a tier of their own. We can go back and listen to this, but I believe we said those are just superstars. Yeah. But then you have superstars saying, and stars. But saying superstars, because like Paul George is a superstar, right? I don't know. Oh, that's tough. He's an all star. All right, I don't want to talk about this again. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> I just say I just say there's all stars and then there's superstars. All right. They're all stars. You want to talk about this Thunder game? I, yes, let's do it. We we almost forgot about it. Uh, news we did forget about was that O'Shea Brissett did sign a three-year deal this week. <laughs> that was the big news. Why did we not say that mm-hmm. earlier? And he followed up signing that deal with playing 42 minutes and getting 23 points in this game against the Thunder. No, read his whole stat line because it was awesome. 23, 12 rebounds, one assist, only two fouls, two steals, three blocks, only one turnover. Plus 12. Yeah. Uh, Six-point game. Shot 50% from the field. Got 16 shots. Hit eight of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, from three, he was lacking. I mean, still a young guy. Um, and shot two for seven from three for 29%. But, like, I mean, dude, this was the O'Shea Brissett game, right? I mean, Brogdon had better stats. Karis LeVert had better stats, too. So, no, it wasn't the O'Shea Brissett But, game. no, we I, everyone walked away from this game thinking this was the O'Shea Brissett game, right? I mean, it was it was it was a good game for him. Yeah, he would have to be the best player for it to be the O'Shea Brissett game. Do you, yeah, I guess you're right. But it's like I said against the Spurs, or when we were talking about the Spurs game, it's just so nice to have something to be excited about right now as Pacers fans. Yeah, we've seen Karis LeVert, we've seen Brogdon, we know what they're going to bring to the game. When you see someone who's just like literally out of nowhere, do you remember last week? What when I said O'Shea Brissett should play more? Oh and you yeah, laughed you at were me? all of the. O- yeah, what is wrong with me, man? I ask myself that a couple times a day. Man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Usually I'm all for these guys. I just, I I don't know. I thought you were an easy target there, so I guess I just wanted to bully you a little bit. Uh, Sabonis, McDermott, Jakar, Goga, Miles Turner, uh, and Jeremy Lamb were all out this game. Uh, the Thunder are trotting out guys that are like, five and six inches taller in the starting lineup than any of the Pacers available players. Yeah. Luckily, Pokusevsky got hurt, so he was not available to play most of the game. Ooh, can we play a game? No. Yes, 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 yes. I love games. I love games. Okay, raise your hand if you hear love games. Oh, Jeremy, you're raising your hand now. (laughs) (laughs) We could have waited to play the game. No, no, I just, while we're on the topic of the Thunder, how many of these guys are NBA talents? You ready? Like, yeah. are they going to be in the league in two years? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, w- do you want to start from the starting lineup and down, or do you want to sure. start from bottom to top? Okay, let's go top to bottom. Darius Baisley. Yes. Yes. Uh, Svi Mikiliuk. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Theo Mali- Maladon. Yes. What? How many years? Uh, two years. Two, in two now. years from now, he's going to be in the league. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say no on that one. Moses Brown. No, Maladon, no Mal- Maladon's got some nice... Yeah, he's, he's too young nice to not be game. in the league in two years. All right, I'm going to say no on that one. <laughs> You've watched wrong one Thunder game, and it was this game. 
And I would wager you didn't watch this game. No, I all the Pacers were out. Okay, I did, um, but I there needs to be that some doesn't parody. mean the all Pacers are out though. There <laughs> needs to be some parity in this. Like we can't say all these guys are going to be. Hang NBA on, town. no, there's, there's going to be no, 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 no. Eight of these guys won't be in the league. In there two does years. not need to be parity for parity's sake. <laughs> if the correct answer is yes, just say yes. Okay, then I you I, could be parity. Okay, then okay, I will say yes because he is young. I agree, um, but Svi, I'm going to say Svi won't be in the league in two years. Just a hunch, because I know some like even he had a good game. He had a good game, but average talent doesn't always stay in the league. I'm just gonna say I don't think he will in two years. Uh, this is the same thing we said earlier. Average talent does stay in the league. Yeah, well, if, yeah, wait, if you're just like, had this conversation, okay, fine. Then there will be no parity. Let's agree on all of these, okay? That's <laughs> do, fine. Do you just want to say there's, all these guys will be in the league? There's in two years? nothing wrong with that. You guys ready? Uh, how about okay? I'm done. All these guys are in the NBA in two years. Cool. <laughs> no, keep playing the game. <laughs> We'll get to it. Yeah, you wanted to play a game. We're playing the game. You guys ruin all my games. All right. Moses Brown. Yes. Oh, Moses Brown is definitely in the league. (laughs) No, I'm telling you, I like Moses Brown a lot. He is agile. I'm bumping it up. Will Moses Brown be in the league in eight years? Okay, now this is a good game. Yeah, now it's a hard game. Uh, Yes. I got faith in Moses Brown. Jeremy, because you guys were definitely saying yes to two. Okay, eight years. So you think he's going to have a long NBA career? Basically, because the thing about the two years too is, like he said with Maladon, all these guys are like super young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Thunder are real, really bad. But I mean, you see these young guys who are out of the league in a year, anyways. Like even if they're, Sometimes. even if they have those well, there's contracts, diff- they're not well, guaranteed. There's a difference between a lot of these players and the guys you're talking about. Yeah, and that's that. These guys are getting minutes and they're improving their game. Other guys, if they're not playing, they're not going to stick around. Yeah. Okay, let's get through this, and then I'm going to have another question after this about this team. Um, Isaiah Roby. Oh, I, I skipped Pokachevsky. Yes. Pokachevsky. Poku, yeah, for eight, sure. Eight years, Pokachevsky. Oh, eight years? Eight years, yes. I believe, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to give my answer. Isaiah Roby. No, give your answer. Because you know what the answer is. I don't believe in Pokachevsky. Two years, yes, he'll be in the league. Because people aren't going to... He is going... In my opinion, there's a chance that he's the next... What was that Brazilian player that's always... Oh, Caboclo. Bruno Caboclo. Bruno mm-hmm. Caboclo. Yeah how he's always on a team and he's always 20 years old and you're like what but and but it's just the potential the length the size there there's potential for poku he's shown flashes bruno caboclo hasn't but i worst case well, scenario bruno caboclo isn't in the league not right? anymore uh, he was in last year right for memphis was but he? that was like his sixth or seventh season so you're saying that pokachevsky worst could be case scenario guy. yes that's his worst case scenario is that but he won't be in the league for eight years Oh yeah, you're. You know what? Shoot. Sounds like you believe in Poku. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, you can't. Don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go six years. I'm gonna say not eight. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say not eight. That's that. I think that's okay. I, I love say, how I love how hard you're working to hate on him, <laughs> but also praise him in the same time for some reason. No, he's shown flashes, but I just don't think he'll be in the league eight years. All right, Isaiah Roby. Uh, eight years, I'll say no. Two years, yes. Eight years, no. Okay. Kenrich Williams. Uh, yes to both. Yeah. He's a nice player. Former Pelican. Great haircut, too. Ty Jerome. Two years, yes. Eight yeah, years, eight, no. no. I kind of like Jerome's game, though. I, I like Jerome's game as well. Uh, Tony Bradley. Well, hang on. You're not answering. You got to answer. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Isaiah Roby, eight years, yeah. Tony Will Bradley it? might be a no-no. Really? He's like a th- He's a third center, so like... He and he's been around. This is his what, at least third year, right? Yeah, I think he's past like the rookie contract phase. 
So if he was in Europe he, or something in a couple years. What was your answer on Ty Jerome? Ty Jerome, yes in two years, no in eight years. So you think Isaiah Roby has a better chance to be around in eight years than Pokusevsky or Svi <laughs> Mikhailuk? I like Isaiah Roby. I do, yeah. But you were a no on eight years. If I yeah, like a gun to my head situation. No, yeah, Mikhail Luke, I no way on eight years. Right? I'll no I'll, I'll say no on Mikhail Luke eight years. But yeah. you were also certain on Roby. You answered so fast on Roby. For sure. Yeah, Roby He's really young. Roby's gonna be in the league in sixteen years. I hope he is. I bought his rookie <laughs> card. See, this is why you don't make sense. <laughs> Le- no, okay. The people I, at home don't see you laughing and they can't tell that you're joking, so they just think you're a little crazy. It's and that's okay. Someone has to be. No. Someone has to be. Someone has to be crazy. All oh. right, Jalen Horde. I don't uh, know who that is, so I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, say no. <laughs> Justin Robinson. That's a no, no. Again, yeah, I don't know who that Justin is. Justin Robinson on 2K20, I signed him to a two-way deal. He was a 60 overall in free agency, and for whatever reason, bumped up to an 80 overall when he joined my team. I can't explain it. That's weird. Yeah, didn't adjust the Did you overall. buy a boost? No, it was just like a regular dynasty game. Did huh. you use the boost to get through? No, I didn't. Wow. Okay, and then here, I think everyone knows this one. Mike Muscala. Uh, two, yes. Yes, no. Eight, no. Definitely no. You think he'll be in the league in two years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, I feel like people are scared away from him because his dad's crazy. What? Isn't that a, isn't that a thing? I've heard talk that people are like, we don't really want Mike Muscala on the team because his dad's like LeVar Ball level crazy. Well, I've he can't be because we've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously not the same, but like the behind the, behind the he scenes works, stuff. He works in the shadows. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about his dad, but I don't know. There okay. are crazy sports parents. I mean, we all, you know, we all know about them. Okay, and then here's my follow-up question, okay? And it's it's different. Bec- well, no, I guess not totally different. On the 76ers a few years ago when they just had a terrible team for years, um, Christian Wood was on that team. At one point, mm-hmm. but never got a chance. Who on this team could you see being a Christian Wood type of talent, where they're getting buried by these other like young guys, but like he's clearly there, good, and is going to be a really good player one day. I love Moses Brown, so yeah. I'm going to pick him. But he's starting, so I don't know if he's like. Yeah, I don't know if that totally situation fits. Is Christian Wood? I mean, if you want us to pick a bench guy who's not getting a chance, I would say none of them. Oh, I would say Isaiah is Isaiah Roby yeah, starting. Maybe Isaiah no, he's, Roby. He's a bench player. Yeah, he's a bench player. I like him though. Yeah, that is a tough question. But I mean, we probably would. I don't think anyone knew that Christian Wood was going to be good. Christian okay, Wood did. Uh, Christian Al, Wood knew. Al Horford is still on the team technically. Technically, yeah. Oh, true, true. Is he in the league in two years? Yeah, yeah. he's under contract. Is he in the year or is he in the league in eight years? No, no, he's <laughs> in a nursing home in eight years. Um, do you guys want to do the Pacers team too while we're at it? Yeah, let's play yeah, this game. Do you, you want to? I think that could be fun. I mean, there's for sure yeses more than uh, the Thunder probably, but let's go through it just for uh, this roster, this game. O'Shea Brissett. Yeah. Two years, yes. Uh, I'm going to say eight years, yes. I think he has a 20-year career ahead of him. I haven't seen O'Shea Brissett play, so I'll just say yes on the first one. Okay. Uh, Karis LeVert. Yes and yes. yes. Yes and yes. Ooh, he's had a lot of injuries. I'll bet I'll go yes and yes. Yeah. Uh, Bragdon. Yes, yes. Uh, how old is he? 28. Like, Ooh, it's only his fourth yeah, 28. year. He's 28. 
Oh, this isn't his fourth year, is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. He came in. I'll go yes, yes. Is it his fourth? No, it has to be. Oh, it's his fifth year. Yeah, fifth season. Yes and yes. Yeah, yes uh, and yes. So he will be 36 in eight years. Yeah, we'll it's not a big deal this anymore. Podcast. Yeah. I mean, he has had a ton of injuries, too. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's 2021. Everybody It'll plays. It'll call him the general for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls Malcolm Brogdon the general? Me. Okay. <laughs> Justin Holiday. I'm going to say yes, yes and no, because no, he will be 40. You don't think he'll be 40 in the league? No. Breaking threes. Uh, Edmund Sumner. Yes, I'm going to no. say yes, no. Oh. Why do you you're, hate Edmund Sumner so much? You're definitely saying yes, yes. I'm going to say uh, yes and no. Why do you hate Edmund Sumner so much? <laughs> what about TJ McConnell? Yes, no. Yes, no. You don't think he'll be uh, 37 no. playing? Yeah, probably I'm, maybe I, in Europe or something. I'm going to agree yes, no. Aaron Holiday. Uh, yes, no. Yes, no. Oh, okay. We got a lot of yes nos for the we Pacers. We do. You have a lot more yes yeses for the Thunder than the Pacers. Pacers are older. Yeah, Thunder have well. a lot more younger guys. Keelan Martin. Yes, no. Uh, yeah, I'll give that one a no no. I'm gonna give that a no no. All right. I think he gets one more chance somewhere else. Keelan, give me one. Jeremy, more you're. Chance. I think you're crazy, Jeremy, but that's okay. All right, Goga. Uh, yes and yes. Oh, yes, no. I'm gonna Screens go, can only get you so far. <laughs> I'm going to go yes, yes. Cassius Stanley. No, no. Yes, no. I'm going to go no, no. He's too young. He'll get another contract. You think? Yeah. Second round from draft the pick, though. Pacers? I don't know if it'll be from the Pacers, but we'll get it from somebody. Does the G League count? No. No. Could any of these guys be like that guy from the, what's his name, Ingram from the Lakers G League team? Yeah, that, that counts. <laughs> this counts? Like if... if Goga plays next year, but is off and out of the league for 10 years, but then plays again, then yeah, that counts as a yes, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Brian Bowen. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And finally, Jakar Sampson. No, no. <laughs> I'm also going to go no, no. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I think his... I don't know if he'll be on a team next year. He might not even have this one more year. Pacers roster does not have much longevity. But we didn't we didn't read because there's some injuries. Sabonis, yes, yes. Turner, uh, yes, 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 yes. T.J. Warren, yes, 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 yes. Monte Ellis, uh, no, definite no. <laughs> no, but then maybe yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go no, yes. He might be a yes, no. Some random team picks him up. <laughs> like man. man, we really need this contract. And then, like, they get it, and they're like, shoot, let's stretch this out another eight years. And he's getting, like, 80000 a year. He puts out a video of him typing 80 words per minute, and some team's <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but also, Microsoft is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's 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 all. Who's the Christian Wood on this team? On the on Pacers? Pacers? Yeah. It has to be Goga, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I would there's no. Yes. Yeah. Or Brissett, I guess, could have been. Yeah, maybe. Well, he's yeah. already putting up numbers that are way more than Christian Wood was doing when he was on Philly. That's true. I wonder what Christian maybe Wood's Edmund career Sumner. game was. <laughs> Sumner's had some big games. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Christian Wood at some point had a big game. Yeah, on I wonder. A, or a big-ish game on Philly. I mean, if Tony Roten even passed him the ball. <laughs> That's true. Tony Roten Michael, had to get Michael Carter-Williams. I mean, the, there were so many guys there that just, you know, had to get theirs. 
A lot of Jags. <laughs> you want to take a quick look ahead at the games coming up in the next week? Let's do it, man. And this, it's to me, I thought this was going to be a quick podcast. I'm, I am thoroughly surprised. Uh, real quick, last week I thought we would be three and zero when we were zero and three. I thought oh, one. Sorry, we were one and three. I thought bad. one and four or one and three. Yeah, but well, I you, thought we would. You thought one and four and one and three. I thought we were, we're gonna, one and two. I yeah, I thought we were going to beat the Jazz. Mm-hmm. So that was my one win. I thought we were going to lose to the Thunder. Yeah. So I predicted one and three. Even though, I, so I would have predicted one and two for the final three games. Completely wrong, but the correct record. Right. So you, we were all wrong. <laughs> uh, let's take a look ahead at these games uh, coming up tomorrow hopefully you'll have listened to this by then we got home for the pistons should be a win right jack i hope so i well i don't know actually how i feel anymore but the pistons are trying to lose games i wouldn't be surprised if the pacers going forward are going to be trying to lose games too but at the same well, time here, we have levert okay, and brock hang on hang on i keep saying this we're not trying to lose games we just we're, we have no chance to win these games. yeah and injuries are playing we don't against, have the I players mean, available are we going to see sabonis against the pistons it's up in the air. Yeah, I mean, if he's healthy, he'll probably play. Just because we need we need centers. Is there a chance we don't see Brogdon? Uh, there's always a chance. There's we always don't a see chance, Brogdon. right? Come on, <laughs> he might stub his toe and create some like kind of calf injury walking to the stadium. That was Brogdon stubbing his toe. If he caught that, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, the Pistons are actively trying to lose games. The Pacers, we have Levert, we have Brogdon, we have O'Shea Brissett, we have Goga potentially. Yeah, we'll see. And I mean, the Pistons got some nice little prospects, though, man. Sadiq Bay, baller. Isaiah Stewart, thick boy. You're not even you're not even naming their best player, Josh well, Jackson. He's a he's a thirty point scorer any given night. Maybe. I don't know if he scored thirty yet, but I look at the box score. I'm like twenty six. This dude who wasn't supposed to he be able was to score the fourth overall pick. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Might as well take a chance on it. All right, then the following day, second night of the back-to-back where the Pacers have to travel cross-country once again. Uh, they're at Orlando for a game against the also-trying-to-lose-a-lot-of-games Magic. Yeah, uh, I think this will be a win. All right, there you go. That was quick and easy. Following that, next Tuesday, the 27th, home for the Trailblazers. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? I think we're going to lose this game by a lot, probably. I think it's going to be a rough game. Uh, I think we'll have – there will probably be a new injury at that point, too, where someone's going to be sitting out a little bit longer than you would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I don't I don't think we're going to be able to take this one. Yeah, it's also a Trailblazers team that's fighting for playoff position coming down the stretch. Um, so they'll, they have a lot to play for, a lot more than the Pacers do, really. And so. they're getting healthier, too. Yeah. And then that'll bring us to next Thursday, a game against the Nets. What do you got for this one, Jack? We got this one. This is a win. You think so? I think so. I predict we won't see Durant, Dur- uh, Harden, or Irving in this one. Oh, interesting. Just, just a prediction. I, d- I highly doubt Harden because it looks like he's going to be out to the playoffs. Yeah. Kyrie's going to be off wherever. I think KD sits this one out. So I think it's going to be the Blake Griffin show, and I think the Pacers will be able to beat that. That's just a wild prediction. I've show, let me tell you. <laughs> I have no basis to uh, believe that these guys will all be out. If all those guys are out, it might be the Alize Johnson revenge show. Oh, oh. dude, I'm here for it. That. I would love if Alize Johnson beats the Pacers. Why would you love that? 
because I love Alizé Johnson. But the Pacers are losing. Get a better draft pick. It's a win-win for me, Jeremy. I I don't understand you. <laughs> Does it make me a hipster that I was saying the Pacers should tank like before the season even started? But we thought TJ Warren was going to be back this year. So, no. Yeah, but that makes me a hipster, right? Because I thought that this tanking was cool before now everybody no, else. I'd call no, you, I'd call you ludicrous. <laughs> I was gonna do a little. Yeah, please right. don't do that. No, I teed you up to do it. All I all I wanted to say was move B, get out the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were just gonna say Luda podcast. All right, let's make some predictions Luda. for <laughs> for the record this week. Once again, that's home for the Pistons at the Magic, and then home for the Blazers and Nets. Jack, what do you think we're gonna be this week? I think we are going to be one and three. One and three. All right, I'm gonna go two and two. Oh, man, I was gonna go two and two. I mean, well, now you're gonna have to go again, four and zero, Austin. I'll make I'll make the point again. We can say the same things. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's not fun though. Yeah. Like when you're watching the Sunday night football game and all the pregame guys are like, "Yeah, the the Steelers are gonna win." It's like, what? Why didn't you all just bet the spread? That's what we should do. We should look at this. Well, the spreads aren't out for these games. True. Yeah. So I'm gonna can. go three and one just to be different. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reese is honest this week. Hey, write this down, Jeremy, because we should start keeping track of what our records are going to be. We say this every week. <laughs> well, I, I have and been we'll, remembering the records. Yeah, but them off the top of my head, you could say whatever, and we'd believe you. Yeah, because we don't, we don't call remember him a stenographer it. for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll think about writing these down. Okay. Think no about promises, it. and we can also check the record of the podcast if you want to, and yeah. go back and listen. Yeah, I guess so. All right, that's your uh, week coming up. Cool. Uh, real quick before week we to come in the podcast, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I was at the Spurs game this week, and we thought it'd be fun to recount what it's like to be at a game in the pandemic because it is rather strange. Uh, when when we do that right now, I don't know what else we're gonna do. All right, what what's our time at? Uh, we're at two hours and fifteen minutes. That can't be right. It's less than that. Less than two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, of course. Uh. I don't know what it actually is in the podcast because I haven't, or Austin hasn't edited the intro music and outro music yet. But uh, what I'm seeing is one minute and six or one hour and six minutes. Okay, so I got some time. I, I had to lean over to see Austin's computer, of course, <laughs> for all of this. Mm-hmm. All right, so I woke up Monday morning. Okay, <laughs> wait, that, that's probably too soon. That's well, if we're at an hour early. and six minutes, then we we have 54 minutes for the segment. <laughs> uh, we got up early, went to uh, the yard house. If you live in Indy, um, it should be called the Half Yard House because they don't actually have yard-long beers. They're all half yards. Very misleading. But are are they using the metric system? And like, is that a meter? No, it's not. Okay. A meter is longer than a yard. Cool. Good to clear there that up. Go. Yep. Uh, so that was fine. Good food there. Had some uh, uh, Korean taco. It was really good. From there, we went to uh, Tin Roof. Had a DJ going. Got some cheap PBRs, ready to go to the game. Ended up at Ten Roof. Well, this Wait, is no. What's oh, what's the phrase? Oh, it's ended up at One Oak. It's okay. not ended up at Ten Roof. Yeah, you. That was nowhere near. Okay. <laughs> There's something about Ten Roof, though. I don't know. So Ten Roof is never a place we've gone before a game before because it's always packed there. But now finally, it wasn't packed because no one's out and about. So it was nice to be able to go there and hang out for a while before the game started. Uh, went got two Banker's Life, 
we sat in section 20. So this is a pro tip that I'm going to try to use from now on. When you enter the front gates, you know what I'm talking about? So you go through the security and then mm-hmm. you turn to get your ticket taken. Section 20 is like right through that giant door. So yeah. you don't have to walk all the way around the building to try and find your seat. You're just there. And it was the nicest thing ever. Yeah. And the seats are padded. They're really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Good view. So that that's the move if you're buying some tickets. Section 20. Did you get a move down at all? Uh, no. The seats are zip tied. I uh, so You can undo. You can cut zip ties, Jeremy. Well, as we found out, my friend Caleb put his feet on the seat in front of us and accidentally broke the zip ties pretty easily so they're not strong zip ties so you could have just walked through Well, the whole thing is they're really vigilant about making sure people are spread out and wearing a mask the whole time so they have ushers watching the crowd and if you leave your mask off for too long and like too long is not very long at all they'll come and tell you like hey you need to put your mask on so they're really good about the safety precautions so is your friend caleb different than the caleb that we know no okay it's the same one okay (laughs) Uh, did you have a question, Breezy? I was going to say, I sat in Section 20 in the last game last year before the league shut down. Oh, really? They were playing the Celtics, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. It's a great section. It's r- so nice. And we were in that like last row on the aisle. So it's like literally you walk right there, you're mm-hmm. like, boop, sit in your little seat, eat your little snacks. Go to your grilled cheese stand. Drink your little drinks. <laughs> Go to the grilled cheese kiosk, see Jack walk by. I didn't get a grilled cheese that time. Where were you guys so, at? Oh, well, the that was in game. the upper level. That was Nuggets game, right? No, that was the Lakers game. The Lakers game. Yeah. You were, well, you were with your dad and brother. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because my brother is a Lakers and my dad is. They're both Lakers fans. Okay. Why'd you guys go to the Nuggets game then? Just go to the Pacers <laughs> game? Uh, yeah, it was just like good quality basketball. Getting getting an early scouting report on Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> That game actually did sit courtside, though. Oh. It was amazing. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Anyways, back to Jeremy's story. Uh, so you mentioned some grilled cheese. I'm not sure any kiosks were open, just like the main food counters. Not the pretzel? Nope. None of the little stands. None of <gasps> all those are closed. Uh, just as far as I could tell, just the big main food section. Austin, it's probably better that the pretzel stand is open. No, 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 no. There's... The pretzel and cheese that you can get at any concession stand is not the same. There, there used to be another, like a little kiosk. Well, they're they're all still there, but they're closed. Okay, yeah, but so there was a pretzel one right as you get your ticket taken, and then you go, you would take a left after you go up those little stairs, and it was right there. It was really good. That line would always be a little long too, because people know that pretzel's better than those janky ones that they serve i honestly people just get pretzel and cheese at places for the cheese i think that's true people just want something to put into cheese so then they can eat the cheese you know here's here's how you know people want the pretzel is if they get the mustard those people want pretzel people Mm. who want cheese just want something they just need a cheese delivery service and that's what the pretzel is they're too (laughs) i like that they're not a kid anymore so they can't get away with dipping their pretzel and cheese and licking the cheese off and then re-dipping the pretzel in exactly so yeah i mean they might as well did you do that as a kid i did not that i know of i no, i i've always been you know quite the germaphobe and like hate licking something twice Uh, for example um, but it's your it's your germ. Yeah, you're it's probably right, but I always probably would I probably would have been conscious of what I was doing and think this is weird. For example, one of our friends 
licked my pizza one time when I was a kid, and I became viciously ill. Now, the joke behind this is no one actually licked the pizza. They just told they them. Say, I know they licked the pizza. Everyone knew that Jack would get overreact if they said they licked the pizza. So they told Apparently him that they licked body it. body overreacted. And yeah, it it, he got so in his head that he got literally sick. I did. No one actually licked the pizza. No, I know somebody licked the pizza. Being there in that moment, re, you guys know I'm... You know it's so much funnier to not lick I it analyze, and have this happen. I yes. analyze I can read people so well. You can't. I am a specialist. Sometimes you can overanalyze, though. I'm a specialist, and I knew that they had licked my pizza. Well, they didn't. <laughs> they just didn't. There's no proof. There's no proof. There's no proof. Uh, back to the arena. Okay. So no encore entertainment, which is other than Jakar and uh, Patty that's Mills. That's good. That's good. I I disagree. You need you need a little something. Was friend of the podcast wow. Jill Deem there? Friend of the podcast Jill was there. Okay, she's on the mic. Uh, what's the other guy's name? They were both hurt. There. Yeah, they have both of them doing every game right now. Okay. So uh, they have a podcast, Believe in Pacers. Uh, check it out. But yeah, so they just have them doing Not stuff. Not at the expense of us. Every. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, still download our episode. You don't have to listen. Just download. Well, also listen. <laughs> they have uh, they have them doing stuff every time out. So it's a lot of uh, in camera, in in uh, stadium camera stuff, like video like cams and stuff our friend kyle got up on the big screen twice dancing okay so they had a robot dance cam he got up there for that and then they came back to him later on it was great he was uh if you were there that night he was the green mask guy at the, in the fourth quarter uh you might have recognized him so okay. that was my friend was he green man he had a green mask on so green he was man. he was partially green man okay uh also a really weird thing is boomer just has like a stage uh, oh, on good. the baseline. So he's like right down below us. He's on a stage. He can't leave. He has like different drums. And he kept coming out in different outfits. It was really weird. But the highlight of the game for us was probably watching Boomer because he was just wild the whole time. Um, Hall of Fame yes. Boomer. Hall of Fame Boomer. Yeah, you have to include Hall of Famer now. He's hilarious. Uh, after Malcolm Brogdon missed a shot one, one time, he just died. And he like died the funny cat way where his legs and arms were just straight up in the Love air. Love it. And he didn't move for a solid two minutes. He Gotta just love Boomer, there. man. Gotta love Boomer. Yeah, he, he's wilding out. It's funny. Uh, pacemates are only in like two spots in the arena. Okay, that but makes sense that there's less pacemates. Yeah. Because I remember Austin, when you auditioned this year to be a pacemate, they said there's not enough space. They probably cut back on total pacemates. I, I'm sure they kept a lot of pacemates from last mm-hmm. year. You must be mistaken. I auditioned to be a pacemaker. <laughs> They're going to attach you to a heart. How's that work? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the only spots in they the cut arena. a little hole in the chest you so have to I audition? can still watch Pacers games. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only spots in the arena where they have them is right there by that stage where Boomer is and then up on the level where we are right behind the stage. And yeah. I, as far as I could tell, that was it. Well, I see, now that sounds fun. I wish you made it. I wish, I wish you were a pacemate this year, Austin. I, w- hey, I wish you were a pacemate. They yeah. me to be a pacemate. I would do it for sure. Can oh. we get you to try out as uh, all Pacers thing next year? Like we can make a documentary about it. I don't think it. I can. Don't yeah, I have to be a woman? Have to uh, equality. We have to figure. Uh, we will can reach I, out. If I can try out, I'll do it. We're gonna figure this out because they also have a different dance team that you could try out for. That's uh, co-ed. Do they have one of the old people dance teams? <laughs> oh, I wish. That would be amazing. 
we we could figure this out. Would you audition if if you could? I mean, that's a lot of travel. If it's a video. It is a lot of travel. What if we got donations? For my travel expenses yeah. the whole year? <laughs> sure. What if we got donations just for <laughs> you to try out for Turner's Block? Oh, no, he could what's, do that. He could do that. What's Turner's? Oh, that's where the college kids sit, right? No, we'll no, no anybody just, can make just, it. Uh, you have to be a super fan, so you have to like dress up and go crazy the whole game. I'd have to get donations for costumes. Well, it's just gas, one costume. You stop. Just, We're you just get a character. <laughs> You're not getting donations no, for gas. No, I have to get... And look, I only stay in four-star and above, so... We're not paying for tell. you to stay there overnight. Look, Austin only stays what? in four-star and above, and he doesn't stay at four-star. That's true. <laughs> but I might stay at a four-and-a-half-star. Uh, all right, here's... The single weirdest thing about the game is the pumped-in crowd noise, because no one would have been cheering at that game. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> but there was still a lot of clapping going on. Could you hear voices of the players? Uh, no, it's a bit. We're kind of too far away. I bet if you're closer, you could hear it. But mm-hmm. with the crowd, with the pumped in crowd noise. Yeah. And uh, the uh, high octane drumline is right above us now, which is a different position for them. They're right directly above us. Uh, so that kind of drowned a lot of stuff out, too. Gotcha. I mean, how many people were there, do you think? Uh, four thousand probably. Okay. Ish. Uh, it's hard to tell. I don't know what the max amount was, but I'm sure a later tip on a Monday night wasn't a max crowd, yeah. even for what was available. Yeah. Dang man, that's exciting. I wish the Pacers would have won for you. I wish they just would have played well. That would have been nice. <laughs> I was pretty much out on them midway through the second quarter. They're, they yeah. were playing that bad. It was a bad game from really the start, but uh, hopefully we can all experience a Pacers game. We have what twelve games left. Probably won't get to fully happen no if you uh if you want to go like you can do it super safely right now yeah uh tickets aren't terribly expensive oh my gosh i'm going to show you guys look at this vaxxed up i'm vaxxed up yeah they gave you a band-aid they gave me a bandage you didn't get the nice little uh circular bandage the fancy oh, man, one that would have been is that for like important people they put they put the circle thing on our arms mm-hmm. this might just be a wall oh, but yeah thing. you guys went to walmart walmart pharmacy yeah, well that's yeah. your problem i went to a literal hospital but ah. did they give you did they shoot it through the they shoot it through the thing shoot, yeah. they put the band-aid on first it's got a thin film in the middle and they just put the needle right through it oh yeah so you get some of that like adhesive into your bloodstream well the needle's so small it goes right through so it's slightly like barely any adhesive no adhesive <laughs> well the adhesive's around the outside there's no adhesive in the middle so you just just get plastic. like a, just, just plastic <laughs> get out of here <laughs> hey psa though this is serious if you're about to get your second shot cuz you can't get a johnson and johnson right now so if you're getting your second shot, hydrate very well before the shot and after the shot. That's what I had read from some doctors and some different articles online. I knew some people who had some fatigue and or nauseousness, body aches from for like 24 hours-ish, you know, or something after they got their second shot. I didn't really have any of that. I had some mild fatigue when i woke up the next day after that shot um but i hydrated really well that day so i avoided all the worst parts of it yeah i did the same thing i hydrated real well uh what killed me was i woke up i went to bed i woke up like two hours later with a fever and then just couldn't go back to sleep 
So I like I was fine by the next morning. I was just super tired because I only slept two hours the night yeah. before. Mm, feverish. So I was just annoyed. I was like, why well, couldn't have waited 24 hours to give me the fever? Because then I could just mm. had a fever for the afternoon and then been fine. It was annoying more than anything. But you're contagious if you have a fever too. So it's probably better that you weren't out. Well, I wouldn't have been out anywhere doing anything anyway with a fever. What do you catch if you have a fever with the vaccine? Nothing. You can't spread anything? No, it's just your body reacting to <laughs> it. Yeah. You're not contagious. Is your arm sore? Uh, no, but I'm I'm, I'm I'm squeamish. I don't really like, you know, like doctor, uh, like going to the hospital, like any of that stuff. So like immediately my arm felt numb and I was like, what? Rio is your, my wife. I was like, is your arm numb? She's like, no, I feel great. Did the doctor tell you he licked your shot? (laughs) That must've been (laughs) it. Yes, he did. Or she, I don't remember. My arm got more sore this time than the first time. I was really interesting. Yeah. No, what, which one did you guys get? Moderna. 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 I don't remember which one I got. Modern A. Okay. I don't think I got that one. I think I got the other one. You would have got Pfizer then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe not. Sponsored by the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Oh, good for them, man. All right. We're going to get out of here unless you guys have any uh, final thoughts on the Pacers. Milton Friedman. (laughs) Um, I don't know what you even said. Milton Friedman. Yeah, that's also my final thought. All right. Well. For Milton, Breezy, and Jack, this is Jeremy. We'll see you guys later. No, no, no. I would like to change my final thought to John Keynes. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to change my, mine as well to John Keynes. Mm, so All right. For, you are. <laughs> for Milton, John, Jack, and Breezy, <laughs> this is Jeremy. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. <laughs>